Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm on Capitol Hill. I'm Mitchell Miller. Lawmakers in Maryland get moving on the recreational marijuana market across the state. Two people who prosecutors say conspired to attack the Baltimore power grid enter a plea. I'm Megan Cloherty. Not such a good day for the markets. The Dow was down 345 points. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuiper in Chicago. 17 million California residents are under severe flood alerts as another series of rainstorms pound the state. CBS's Carter Evans in Folsom. Rivers of water sweeping through this park, swallowing up a playground. I've never seen it this much. This is, uh, wow. Flooding is imminent. Please evacuate your residents now. Across the state, potentially life-threatening flooding. Mud, debris, and powerful winds are downing trees. The damage, especially severe near Santa Cruz, where thousands were ordered to get out. Meantime, Nevada's governor has declared a state of emergency due to severe weather in the northern part of that state. He points to severe weather conditions in Churchill, Douglas, and Leon counties, with further flooding and infrastructure damage anticipated throughout the region. Federal regulators have seized the assets of Silicon Valley Bank after a run on the bank. It has been a major lender to big tech companies. Independent banking consultant Bert Ely on what's next. He was unable to find a buyer for the bank, and so the bank is going to be liquidated. And uh, this is going to uh, disrupt a lot of customer relationships, uh, particularly with the borrowers. The ex-husband of a Texas woman who had an abortion is suing three of her friends who helped her get the abortion, Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson. This case is very much a test case of whether the Texas law, which prohibits abortions after six weeks into the pregnancy, can be used in this way to bring actions against anyone who helps a friend or a family member get the medication that they need for the abortion. More people have been detained in Mexico in connection with the kidnapping and killing of two Americans last week. CBS's Steve Futterman with more. Four Americans were abducted last week shortly after they crossed the border near Brownsville, Texas. Two of those taken were eventually killed. A total of six people have now been arrested. Five new people were taken into custody today. They are all charged with aggravated kidnapping and murder. The Mexican cartel allegedly responsible for the killings has apologized, calling it a mistake. CBS News confirms former Donald Trump lawyer Michael Cohen will testify before a New York grand jury next week about alleged hush money payments to ex-adult film star Stormy Daniels. Trump's current lawyer says the former president has been invited to testify. Meantime, Cohen tells reporters when asked about the former president's legal trouble. Knowing Donald as well as I do, understand that he doesn't tell the truth. It's one thing to turn around and to lie on your untruth social. It's another thing to turn around and lie before a grand jury. Another U.S. hiring surge, 311,000 jobs added despite Fed rate hikes. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 1103 on Friday, March 10th. It's 42 degrees, a windy night, going down to the mid-30s. Good evening, I'm Nick Ainelli. The top local stories we're following this hour. A D.C. public school staffer is on leave after being accused of sexual misconduct toward a student. The incident at Dunbar High in Northwest is now under police investigation. 
The school's principal, Nadine Smith, sent a letter home to families calling the report disturbing. It comes after an incident in 2016 when Charles Young, a Dunbar High School track coach, was sentenced to 17 years in prison for sexually abusing seven students there over a three-semester period. D.C.'s overhaul of the city's criminal code has been blocked by Congress officially now as House Speaker Kevin McCarthy signed the resolution today, striking down the D.C. bill, which many people criticized, saying it was too soft on crime. House Speaker McCarthy notes that D.C.'s police chief said this week that the average criminal gets arrested nearly a dozen times before being charged with murder. This is what happens when politicians decide we need fewer arrests or shorter sentences. McCarthy, flanked by Republicans, signed the disapproval resolution that Appeals the D.C. criminal code adopted by the D.C. Council, which includes lighter penalties for several violent crimes. Will Dixon and two others were victims of armed robbery near the Navy Yard last fall. Two men jumped out of an SUV, stole his girlfriend's purse and his phone and wallet at gunpoint. After that, the first man held his gun to our friend's head, demanding her belongings as well. President Biden now plans to sign the congressional measure into law. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Developing news on marijuana in Maryland. The state's House of Delegates has passed a measure that would create a legal framework and tax structure to enable recreational marijuana to be sold in stores as early as July 1st. The measure now heads to the state Senate for consideration. Democratic Delegate C.T. Wilson. We're here to try to regulate this so we can have a safe usage, but basically get rid of the black market. Through proper oversight and regulation, keep Marylanders safe. Although Maryland voters approved a constitutional amendment in November to legalize recreational marijuana, lawmakers left details about the implementation to be decided during this legislative session. Recreational marijuana has already been legalized in Virginia and D.C., though it is not legal to sell it in Virginia or D.C. Two people in Maryland who are charged with conspiring to attack the power grid in Baltimore County appeared in court. Sarah Beth Clendaniel and Brandon Russell of Orlando entered their not guilty pleas in federal court charged with conspiring to attack an energy facility in Baltimore County, which could have caused more than $100,000 in damages. Indicted on Valentine's Day, the federal charging documents say the two plotted to shoot the substations in an attempt to, quote, completely destroy this whole city. The Baltimore Sun reports 34-year-old Clen Daniel blew a kiss to family members before pleading not guilty at her federal hearing. The Sun says Clen Daniel told an FBI source she has a terminal illness and, quote, wanted to accomplish something worthwhile before her death. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. New tonight, a former D.C. advisory neighborhood commissioner has been sentenced to four years in prison after a deadly drunk driving crash last year. Devin Lassine pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter last November. He was behind the wheel of a car that struck 20-year-old Catherine Reyes on I-495 that was near Telegraph Road in March of 2022. Reyes was on the side of the road with a flat tire. Police say her hazard lights were on when Lassine drove down the shoulder and slammed into the back of her vehicle. It caught fire and Reyes died at the scene. Well, get ready to pay some more money if you're in Virginia. And you have to get your car towed. If your car gets towed off public or private property in Virginia, the towing company may soon be able to tack on a $20 fuel surcharge on top of the $150 for the tow. The bill in Richmond started at $30, but the compromise of 20 bucks made it through both chambers. Critics want the state to come up with a consumer protection provision that would let individuals sue a towing company rather than rely on the attorney general to do it. The bill still needs the governor's signature. The fuel surcharge would last until July of 2024. 
Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. It's 1108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. We've got traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, over to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thank you so much, and I want to go ahead and start off with 66. We've got that work zone that's been causing delays on the westbound side. That's coming in uh, inbound, or rather outbound, from D.C. proper into Virginia. You're going to slow down coming out of the Roosevelt Bridge. You only have a single lane getting by there. Thankfully, the delays are looking way better, less people uh, leaving the area by now. Of course, just be careful. Don't want to bump into any cones or anything like that. Thank you to the listener, to the handful of listeners who let us know about the work zone. On the outer loop of the Beltway, you're all sorts of jammed up from soon after... Uh, Cabin John Parkway and just after River Road on your approach towards the American Legion Bridge. You're going to be slow all the way across the bridge and continuing down towards 193. A single lane is all that's getting you by and it is down to a crawl. Thankfully, once you get past 193, things do pick up and you should be fine continuing down towards 66. Now, VDOT has let us know that there are a few work zones that are likely going to be set up on the Beltway. However, I don't see them just yet. I'll let you know as they show up. If you're headed eastbound on 66 past 28, it does sound like they've got a work zone setting up there. Should have just a single lane getting by as you head past, uh, headed over towards the Fairfax County Parkway, rather. I-95 looks good, and of course, Bob had been mentioning that the ramp from the Dulles Connector Road onto the inner loop is closed. If you're planning on using the, do- the toll road eastbound, you're going to need to find a different route to get to the Beltway. My suggestion is Route 7 to 123, or just Route 7 all the way to the Beltway. Just depends on which direction you're going, of course. If you're trying to get onto the inner loop, it might be quicker if you take 123. 395 looks good, and as you make way onto the southeast-southwest freeway, no worries. DC 295 looks great. A little slow on Pennsylvania Avenue. Avenue headed eastbound there near Minnesota, but I don't hear any reports of any accident scenes. Hey, remember college? Five-year energy got you through it. The energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover five-hour energy. It'll get you through again. Visit 5hourenergy.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. A few lingering showers out there, but we will continue to dry out heading into the overnight hours as winds become breezy late tonight with lows in the 30s. Tomorrow is all about the winds. We'll have gusts up to 40 miles an hour. So with highs near 50, I'm actually tracking wind chill temperatures in the 30s and 40s. As far as cloud cover is concerned, more clouds east of Washington with more sunshine off to the west. Any sun Sunday morning gives way to cloudy skies with rain moving in later in the day and temperatures near 50 degrees. Rain continues Sunday night on into Monday morning. Some wet snow could mix in mainly north and west of Washington, but really only conversational with surface temperatures mainly above freezing. Highs Monday again warming to near 50, a cold and windy day on Tuesday with highs in the mid 40s, wind chills in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 42 degrees in the nation's capital brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at 10 and 40 past every hour. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Investors ran for cover after California's Silicon Valley Bank collapsed and the government issued an inconclusive February jobs report. It was the biggest bank failure since the financial crisis. Dow Industrials tumbled 345, the S&P dropped 57, the Nasdaq lost 199. The government's February jobs report was a mixed bag, a disappointment to investors who hoped for a clearer picture of the economy's direction. Job creation was stronger than expected, but unemployment rose and wage growth slowed. Belgium is joining the U.S. and the European Union in banning TikTok from government phones. Belgium's leader says state agencies warned the Chinese-owned app could harvest user data and could be compelled to spy for Beijing.
It's the app we love to hate. Security website VPN Overview says Instagram leads the list of the 30 apps most people were interested in dumping. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. Here's Michael Mestrovich, the Chief Information Security Officer at Rubric on the CISO Handbook, Department of the Navy. Sponsored by Rubric on Federal News Network. If we can begin to identify the high-value assets, then we can focus the protection mechanisms on the high-value assets. That gives us an opportunity to provide the right amount of resources and time to the most critical assets. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rubric. Data security is the new frontier in cybersecurity. For federal agencies, this means implementing a cloud-smart approach to data management without adding complexity. Rubric can help your agency protect your data from cyber threats by using enhanced analytics and mitigating sensitive data exposure. Rubric protects your data wherever it lives, across enterprise, cloud, and SaaS, so you can become unstoppable. At Rubric, our mission is to let you focus on yours. Rubric, R-U-B-R-I-K. Visit rubric.com. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O info.com. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-738-9900. That's 800-738- 9900. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 1114. I'm Nick Einelli. Thanks for being with us. We're coming to the end of National Consumer Protection Week. A time to remember that you need to be a smart consumer all year long. Consumer man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, has three ways to do that. It takes some extra effort to be a good consumer, but it's nothing compared to the time and effort it will take you to deal with the problems that can result from making poor choices. So, tip number one, comparison shop. It can save you a bundle and a lot of headaches. That's especially important when hiring a plumber, electrician, carpenter, or any other service provider. Some people assume that a company that charges a lot will do the best work, but Checkbook's research can 
consistently finds there's no relationship between price and quality. That you don't have to pay more to get better quality work. Kevin Brassler is Checkbook's executive editor. Really good companies that get really high ratings are just as likely to have low prices as companies that do lousy work. There's no relationship, and so you do have to shop around to make sure you're getting a good price and that you're getting good quality. Tip number two, pay with a credit card whenever possible. A credit card is one of the best ways to protect yourself against fraud and bad service. When you use a credit card to pay for something, whether it's a product or service, you're protected by the Fair Credit Billing Act. If that merchandise isn't what you were promised or doesn't arrive, or if the contractor or auto mechanic does shoddy work, you can protest the charge with your credit card company, and it will investigate. If the credit card company decides in your favor, you'll get the money back. We find that credit card companies overwhelmingly side on behalf of consumers in these disputes. You're not going to eliminate the entire headache of having to deal with the problem, but at least you have this recourse of getting your money back. Which brings us to tip number three. Be extremely careful if you use peer-to-peer payment apps such as Zelle, Venmo, or Cash App. These apps were designed for sending money between friends, such as when you want to split the cost of dinner. As Kimberly Palmer, a personal finance expert at NerdWallet, cautions, peer-to-peer payment apps are not a safe way to shop online or to send money to someone you don't know. You are left unprotected because you could send money and then you might not get the product or service that you think you've purchased and you don't have much recourse. And so it's really a dangerous tool to use when you are using it to pay a stranger. Peer-to-peer payment apps are convenient and easy to use, but because the money is transferred instantly and the transactions are almost impossible to reverse, they're now widely popular with fraudsters and con artists. Remember, peer-to-peer apps do not provide the robust fraud protection you get when paying with a credit card. That's consumer man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org. You can read more at WTOP.com. Search Consumer. Remember, the clocks are going to be changing this weekend. Standard time comes to an end. We're going to lose an hour of sleep for one night, but we do gain more daylight in the evening hours in the months ahead. The transition to daylight saving time officially happens 2 a.m. on Sunday. At that time, clocks will jump forward to 3 a.m. Now to uh, the top stories we're following at WTOP. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has signed the resolution blocking a bill passed by local D.C. lawmakers that would have rewritten the city's criminal code. Maryland's governor takes his pitch for the new FBI headquarters straight to the White House. And Michael Cohen, a former attorney of former President Trump, will testify before a grand jury next week in a case involving hush money payments paid out allegedly to a former porn star. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 18 traffic and weather on the eights. Carlos Ramirez is in the traffic center. Thanks, Nick. Got a few calls about this one. The inner loop of the Capitol Beltway has some crash activity over on the right hand side of the roadway. Inner loop soon after I 95 on your approach towards 201 Kenilworth Avenue. You will find those emergency vehicles on the right hand side. However, another listener let me know that uh, they are actually stuck on that ramp from 201 northbound onto the inner loop of the Beltway. Sounds like the crash did happen at the tail end of that ramp, which is why folks on the inner loop can notice all that activity on the right and why that ramp is all jammed up. So, if you're trying to access the inner loop from northbound 201, unfortunately, you cannot. Do follow police direction. There should be a decent workaround. Otherwise, you can use the BW Parkway or I-95, or rather Route 1, Baltimore Avenue is a, a, a 
is a solid option there. I-95 all the way up towards Baltimore, no issues. If you're headed southbound on I-270, new accident seen just as you make your way past Montrose Road. It looks like it is blocking at least two lanes over on the right-hand side. Outer loop of the Beltway, all sorts of jammed up from just after River Road, right past where it gets, uh, where it's that big bend headed over towards the American Legion Bridge. That's where things slow down pretty dramatically, so be ready for that. You're going to be down to a crawl across the bridge and all the way down towards 193. Only got a single lane getting by over on the far right-hand side of the roadway. Remember, do respect the zipper and each other. Eastbound side of the Dulles Access Road, the ramp to the inner loop of the Beltway is currently closed. Salvation Army clients are lucky to have great support for the local community. Donate $25 a month and help a family in need. Visit SalvationArmyMCA.com. The Salvation Army, doing the most good. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. A few lingering showers out there, but we will continue to dry out heading into the overnight hours as winds become breezy late tonight with lows in the 30s. Tomorrow is all about the winds. We'll have gusts up to 40 miles an hour. So with highs near 50, I'm actually tracking wind chill temperatures in the 30s and 40s. As far as cloud cover is concerned, more clouds east of Washington with more sunshine off to the west. Any sun Sunday morning gives way to cloudy skies with rain moving in later in the day and temperatures near 50 degrees. Rain continues Sunday night on into Monday morning. Some wet snow could mix in mainly north and west of Washington, but really only conversational with surface temperatures mainly above freezing. Highs Monday again warming to near 50, a cold and windy day on Tuesday with highs in the mid 40s, wind chills in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 40 degrees in Germantown, 40 in Annandale, 42 outside of our studios. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Are you the parent of an outstanding student-athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through May 19th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com, search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. Book your New Jersey summer vacation. Get ready for sunshine vibes and waves of beach and boardwalk fun. Go for exciting destinations, entertaining nightlife, and endless outdoor adventures. Whether relaxing along 130 miles of Jersey Shore or climbing high in the Skylands. Create your New Jersey summer escape at visitnj.org slash booknow. When you ask people here what's the one thing that makes Diamonds Direct their favorite jeweler, for some, it's the unbeatable pricing. We get it through our direct importer, no middleman connections, the foundation of our business since day one. For others, it's uncompromising quality, from hand-selected diamonds to handcrafted designer rings, only the best of the best. Some people put selection at the top of their list, as Diamonds Direct offers up to 30 times the options you expect from a typical jewelry retailer. For some, it's our luxurious showroom with diamond experts who genuinely care about your experience and happiness and who are empowered to do whatever it takes for you. Others rave about Diamonds Direct's unmatched warranties and guarantees and an extraordinary 110% diamond upgrade promise. But you know the most often answer we get when asking what makes Diamonds Direct stand out? It's not one thing. It's everything. Diamonds Direct. Value, luxury, choices, and confidence. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. 
You're listening to WTOP News. 1123. Tomorrow, March 11th, marks three years since the COVID pandemic started impacting the U.S., leading to major restrictions on businesses and public places. Looking back now, how did health officials and political leaders handle it? They admit that there were some mistakes. The schools probably were closed way too long. They had problems with testing. They didn't roll out an accurate test right away. The CDC had a laboratory mistake. A lot lot of things went wrong, but on the basic issue of do you take steps to try to curb transmission when you have a big wave of virus coming in, the public health community will say, yeah, we had to do something. We had to essentially quote, shut down the country, and that saved a lot of lives. That's Washington Post reporter Joel Achenbach. The Pentagon is out with a disturbing new report related to the number of sexual assaults at U.S. military academies. A survey shows that one in five female students said they experienced unwanted sexual contact during the last school year. Overall, the number of reported incidents were up 18 percent from the previous year. The increase was largely driven by the Navy, which had nearly doubled the number of reported assaults compared to a year earlier. That's CBS's James Brown. Kristen Smart vanished from a California college campus more than 25 years ago. Today, a judge sentenced the man convicted in her killing. Calling him a cancer to society, Monterey County Superior Court Judge Jennifer O'Keefe sentenced Paul Flores to 25 years to life in prison. Smart, who was 19, disappeared from California Polytechnic State University in San Luis Obispo over Memorial Day weekend in 1996. Her remains have never been found, but she was declared legally dead in 2002. Prosecutors maintained that Flores, now 46, killed Smart during an attempted rape in his dorm room at the university, where both were first-year students. He was the last person seen with Smart as he walked her home from an off-campus party. The defense argued some evidence used by the state was junk science. I'm Norman Hall. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 11.25 to Frank Hanrahan. Well, the uh, run for Maryland at the Big Ten tournament has come to a close, losing in the uh, quarterfinals by the count of 70-60. Indiana knocks them out and moves on to the semis. Virginia, meantime, looks like the uh, Wahoos are going to get into the ACC finals tomorrow to face Duke. With five minutes left, they're up 65-50 over Clemson. Howard beats Maryland Eastern Shore 74-55. Howard is just one win away from making the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1992. Same for the Howard women who advanced to the MEAC finals as well. So a chance to get back to the tournament again for the Howard women. Wizards fall 114-107 to Atlanta. Bradley Beal had 27 points in the loss. Bears reportedly trading the number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for four draft picks and wide receiver DJ Moore. And the Nationals reportedly going to be announcing an eight-year, $50 million contract extension with catcher Cabert Ruiz tomorrow. I'm Frank Andran, WTOP Sports. Ever since we got Xfinity Mobile, the whole family now has the fastest mobile service. My little brother has no idea how lucky he is. Back in my day, we didn't have it nearly as good. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Back in my day, you couldn't even stream outside the house. I I don't like to think about it. Please, back in my day, we had phones with cords, and they were mounted to a wall. Forget phones. Back in my day, we wrote letters. From 